Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. And it is us, The Approach Shot. Neil Michaels here, and Frank Bassett is sitting in for John Ashton today in the captain's chair. Hello, Frank. Good morning. How are you? Or afternoon or whatever time it is. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to be like John, just uh, incoherent. Confused. Confused. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing, buddy? I'm great. And just uh, for people who are tuning in wondering why Frank Bassett is in John's chair, as you may recall, John had decided that moving in Kentucky in January was such a great idea that uh, unfortunately the ground froze and he's not able to set up his part of the studio. So Frank was kind enough to pinch hit and is lending us not only his delta tones, but his studio as well. So thank you for all that, Frank. Yeah, no no worries whatsoever. But let's be totally honest about why John really isn't here. John, John isn't here because John lost a box of cables in his move and can't figure out how to hook up his system. So John... Go to the Guitar Center and buy some new cables, pal, okay? Just or, get her or done. as they like to call it in Kentucky, Guitar Center. That's, that's exactly right. You know, you know, one of the things I got to tell you, Neil, in, uh, in Kentucky and Tennessee, where I am here in Nashville, yeah. um, when, it, when the streets get wet or slick or whatever, it, uh, you can tell that there's black ice. In the morning when you look out and see the pickup trucks laying on their side with all of the bent Budweiser cans spilled from the bed of the truck that's oh, sort of like redneck in kentucky tennessee winter hmm. winter yeah yeah uh, not to offend not to offend our friends in kentucky or uh or tennessee because i'm well, you know tennessean I, I think might be late for that you might be too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like when people say not to be offensive but you just know that the yes. next thing out of their mouth is going to be so offensive well but negates every statement made prior to it does it though? It it really does, but, but I mean, you know, it's supposed to. <laughs> it is. <laughs> hey, it's hey, it's. I'm excited. Recognize- I'm sorry, but I'm excited to be on the approach shot. This is uh, well, we're this excited is cool. To have you and for those people who recognize Frank's voice from Golf Talk America, he has uh, been doing that for years and years and years, and has uh, some of the great great guests over the years. And I I, I was sort of going through my mental Rolodex of people that you and I have talked about. And you've had not only some great entertainers um, and great athletes, but obviously some great golfers as well. Oh, absolutely. We've had, uh, you know, one of my favorite, well, we've, of course, we had Jack, we've had Arnold, we've had Gary, you know, that, that you, everybody knows by first name. Who, that's like Madonna, right? Right. But uh, we've had Tiger Woods on the, on the show. We've had uh, Steve Elkington, one of my all-time favorite guests, which a uh, great Australian golfer. And for those of you listening to this show, go out and, and Google or whatever you doodle Steve Elkington because and look at his golf swing. He still is just an incredible player but won't play on the uh, champion's journey because he just he didn't want to. Isn't and and the fact that he's in a part of his life where he can say don't want to, don't need to. Well, yeah, Steve is in that that point of his life, but he's he's a great friend. I've known him for years, 
And but I have to tell you, back away from the golfers, going back to uh, an entertainer, one of one of my favorite people that we've had on this show over the years was a man named James Kahn, If you know who he is, of course, the, uh, the brilliant actor, brilliant actor, and he came on the show, and we asked him. We said. He wants to be called Jimmy, right? So I said, Jimmy, did you ever think in your illustrious career that you would ever, ever have the opportunity of being on Golf Talk America? And he said, what? I never even gave that any thought, Frank. <laughs> Just <laughs> shot me down right there. And uh, But he was so much fun. We played the Godfather music, by the way, on his intro. And he said, I wish y'all turned that junk off. He said, it makes me feel old. And he stops for a second, and he goes, ah, well, I am old, aren't I? So, there you go. <laughs> but we've had a lot of fun guests, and, and you guys, too. I mean, you guys have had some great guests on this, the approach shot, and we wish you all the best of luck on this show Thank because you. it's uh, it's really a great program. And for the Golf Talk America listeners out there that will hear this, you need to go follow the approach shot. Well, and, and I, I say this a lot. You know, we're not supposed to have favorites. It's kind of like our kids, right? You're not supposed to have your favorites. But I think my absolute favorite line, and I've said this in previous shows, my favorite line of all of the shows we've done was when we were talking with the former Washington Redskin, Ken Harvey. And John was just going on and on about the fact that his first football game that he had ever been to, his grandfather had taken him to Boston Stadium, and he was watching the Patriots play, and Babe Pirelli was the quarterback. And without missing a beat, Ken Harvey said, who'd you sit next to, Jesus? (laughs) (laughs) No, it was Moses, as a matter of fact. (laughs) I'm not sure either of John or I kept any of the liquids we had in our mouth, literally in our mouths. I had to wipe down my screen from going. Yeah, so. John, John's, John's a pretty funny guy, too. He's a, he's a, he's a mess. But, that you, you know, you get guests that just absolutely throw you curveballs. And uh, that's, that's the beauty of doing radio or podcasts or streaming or, as we do, a lot of live shows around the country. So And we'll be back I out there, that, too. So we I think get- the spontaneity is what makes it so much fun. I think a lot of these guys that we've had on have been on other podcasts, have been on other shows, certainly been on radio and interviewed places. And when we get them to a point where you can tell that they're just having fun and they're just talking to us and all of the PR nonsense that's put into their heads to say over and over again goes away and we get the real people, that's when we're really having fun. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's also a lot of fun when you're doing a live show like we do out on PGA Tour events. We're always at the tournaments. And uh, somebody walks by and spills their adult beverage onto the table, <laughs> into your computer and the iPads and the br- the mixer. Oh, my Lord. We've, we've had some, some incidents. Now, I but, wouldn't uh, think that those would be amongst your most fun. Well, it, it's a little disconcerting when everything goes <laughs> and you, you see $15,000 on a board go away pretty quick. So yeah, that is, I, I just, for those listening is not the favorite of any engineer anywhere. So no, no. well, it, the interesting thing is with all of the great golfers that you have had on and all of the other entertainers that you've had on today is kind of a landmark day for us here at the approach shot because we have had some some great golfers and some great caddies on and some great athletes who play golf but today we have one of the all-time great golfers he goes back to the 60s and 70s he is um, one of the guys who help establish the Ryder cup for what it is today He's a multi-time winner on the PGA Tour, on the Senior Tour, and we cannot wait to talk with him. I know you've had the the pleasure of doing so before, Frank, but this is going to be an honor for me. Tony Jacklin joins us on the Approach Shop when we come back. Stay right where you are. The great Arnold Palmer once said, Golf is deceptively simple and endlessly complicated. This quote applies to investing, too. It sounds easy, right? Invest your money and watch it grow. But 90% of the people lose money in the stock market. Just remember, you can't control the markets, but you can control your risk. So how do billionaire investors control their risk? They diversify their portfolios with alternative assets like blue-chip art. In fact, many billionaires allocate 10 to 30% of their entire portfolios to art. The simple fact is that blue-chip art prices outpace the S&P 500 by 164% from 1995 to 2020. That's why I was so excited when I found Masterworks. This alternative investing platform lets you invest in paintings by legends like Andy Warhol, 
Monet, and Picasso without spending millions. Over 300,000 people have signed up, and if you want priority access to their newest paintings, you need to log on to masterworks.art weekend. That's masterworks.art weekend. See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclosures. Attention anyone who is impacted by the current pandemic and has $2,000 or more in credit card debt. If any credit card companies extended your credit with attractive interest rates or low minimum balances, and now because of it, you owe thousands of dollars in credit card debt. Here's some really great news. It happened to millions of people at no fault of their own. But thanks to a powerful program now approved, anyone with $2,000 or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and reduce or eliminate interest charges altogether. That's right. Our nationwide nonprofit program is helping U.S. residents cut their credit card payments. We've helped over half a million people with their credit card debt, and now we can help you. Bad credit card debt happens to good people. Get free of credit card debt today. Call Credit Guard of America now at 800-672-6925 to see how this powerful nonprofit program can work for you. The call and information are free. Call 800-672-6925. That's 800-672-6925. 800-672-6925. Hey, thanks for hanging with us. I am Neil Michaels. He is Frank Bassett. We are The Approach Shot, and today we have a stellar and luminary guest, a man who... Uh, Needs no introduction, and yet I'm going to introduce him anyway. Tony Jacklin is with us today. Thank you so much for being part of, of our show today, Tony. Welcome to the Approach Shot. Uh, my pleasure. Nice to be with you. You're so uh, you're so a uh, handsome guy. I, I looked at the pictures of you in 1969 and 1972, and I thought, this is what a golfer looks like. This is what a handsome, dashing man looks like. And now you're in your 70s living in Florida, and you're still looking better than the two of us. Well, I don't know about that. I, uh, <laughs> I've got, been beaten up a bit, but uh, we're, we're managing. I, I guess I've still got a bit of, bit of hair that's uh, – I don't use a boot polish either, which uh, I don't know But I, I got that from my mother's side or my father's side of the family, but there we are. Uh, we take what we can get. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, you, so you were referring got, to to uh, Gary Player when you said that about the boot polish, were you, Tony? <laughs> no, I don't think he, uh, <laughs> he's, he's good. I don't know about Faldo. Faldo oh, might yeah. be on, uh, using him, but, but he denies it to his face, of course. <laughs> <laughs> as, all the, as all gentlemen do. Yeah. Yes. Vanity <laughs> for you. So Tony's uh, not only one of the great golfers of all time, one of the great coaches of all time, but now Tony is an author. And Tony's book is Tony Jacklin, My Ryder Cup Journey, which is available online from Amazon and from publishers Pegasus Elliott McKenzie. But you can basically find it at Amazon and anywhere books are sold. So we have a lot to talk about with the book. I got a chance to read it before we got this interview in, and I have to tell you, I knew about your golf career. I knew about the Ryder Cup. I had no idea the things that you had been through in your life, sir. This is just, you've had a remarkable life. Yeah, well, uh, you know, 77 years old, you don't, uh, no, nobody's life's all plain sailing. And, uh, you know, mine certainly hasn't been. I've, uh, I've been around. I've I've lived in five different countries uh, during my lifetime, uh, and that was an education in itself. Apart from obviously playing golf around the world for uh, twenty or thirty years, so uh, uh, it it, uh, it slings a lot at you, uh, uh, and uh, you know you've got to find ways to deal with it. So just so that, that people understand, and again, when they read the book, which I highly encourage anybody who's a golf fan, but more than just being a straight golf fan, somebody who, if, if you're the kind of person who likes to read about people who go through and conquer and then get life thrown at them again and have to fight through it, this is a book you're definitely going to want to read. Can I start with the hard stuff? You had a cancer diagnosis back in 2014. Yeah. And you licked it. And then it came back in 2019. Thanks in great part to, to Astrid 
smacking you on the head and saying, Hey, are you checking this the way you're supposed to? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah. I mean, the good news was, oh, sorry, the good news, uh, you know, I went straight up for, uh, to the Mayo Clinic when I got diagnosed in 2014 uh, for a second opinion. And then, uh, I had to listen actually to the experts up there, a great guy, Tom Haberman, a golfer. I had to listen to three Ben Hogan stories uh, before <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, I just want to know if I'm going to die yet or not. Uh, uh, he ended, oh, Lord. He ended up saying, uh, well, if you've got to have this thing, you've, you've got the right one. And I said, well, what's that mean? He said, well, you, you won't die of it. You'll die with it. And uh, and that was a big relief, I can tell yeah, you. Yeah. So uh, I went, uh, came back and, you know, had treatment. I had rituximab, which is a, a boosts your immune system, and I was fine for a while. And then I, I have follicular lymphoma, which is it affects, obviously, a lymph nodes. And uh, so in 2019, I, uh, early 2000, I got a swelling around my left ankle, which indicated uh, to the doctors that, you know, all was not as it should be. So I went through four, four months of uh, chemo. That was around when lockdown started, and, uh, and it did what it was supposed to do. The ankle shrunk back, and, uh, you know, I, I got through it. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm in the go zone again now. So, uh, but I keep getting checkups. And, uh, and it's not just, you know, the cancer. I think as you get older, you have to be vigilant and uh, you have to monitor yourself. Um, I still get tired and, uh, you know, some, sometimes worn down during the day, in afternoons especially. And uh, I, I put that down. I don't know whether that's old age or whether it's the lymphoma having its way again, but uh, we manage, and uh, I'm very fortunate to be sitting here. I could do to be 50 pounds lighter, but uh, I'm not going to worry too much about that. <laughs> which of us couldn't? And and the interesting thing about what you just said is, I don't know which is worse, getting the cancer diagnosis or having to listen to three Ben Hogan stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love Ben Hogan. And, uh, you know, for me, it was, it was it, and I consider... You know, my I I got to play with him in 1970 at the PGA Championship uh, in a practice round uh, with Jackie Burke, and uh, I I just thought uh, he was it. I I never I never played with, uh, and I played with every great player, but nobody did it like Hogan. As far as I'm concerned, he was he was the best I ever saw. Tony, I have so, to ask you something. I, I want to I, jump in. I knew the stories. That was. What, Oh, you already knew the stories. The stories that the heart to tell him. Tony, it's Frank here. I have to ask you: um, was it was it tough writing the book? Was it fun writing the book? Was it a release when you wrote the book? How how did you approach that? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, we it started with, with I was doing blogs, you know, with, uh, with Tony Jimenez, who was an old friend from, he used to work with Reuters. And he worked for the Daily Express in the UK, and we we're doing these blogs. And as I say, it was lockdown. I was having uh, chemo. Uh, we were having food delivered to the house. You couldn't go anywhere mm-hmm. without a mask. And and uh, I guess it was a mutual thing. So, well, you know, why don't do a book? And uh, he was up for it, and uh, as I was, and and of course, uh, it was the early Ryder Cup, 57, when I was a 13-year-old, that really um, got me into golf. It was my inspiration, and it inspired me to want to be a professional, seeing all the great uh, professionals at Lindrick Golf Club, which was about 60 miles from... It was the first time I ever saw anybody that could 
you know, world-class golf. And uh, it was a, a total inspiration to me. And uh, obviously I, I became, uh, I was pretty much self-taught. Hogan was, a lot of his books and uh, instruction stuff were around. I ate all them up as much as I could. And, you know, little did I know that 10 years from from uh, 57, I was playing my first Ryder Cup myself. So as much as the, you know, it's the book's called the Ryder Cup, my Ryder Cup journey, but there's a lot of other uh, stuff in there from touring and, uh, you know, stories about other players and so on and so forth, friends and, and so on. And uh, I think Tony Jimenez did a, a first-class job. He's a first right right guy and uh, I enjoyed doing it um the, <laughs> the the publishers were a bit tough on uh, you know <laughs> what you could and what you couldn't what pictures you could show and what you yeah. couldn't show and god knows uh, red tape which I'm not very good with I'm too old in a tooth for all that nonsense but uh, <laughs> we got through it he did he did all of that uh, toing and throwing on and he's got more patience than I have with the uh, with the people. But uh, it, I, I, I thought uh, it turned out to to be a pretty interesting uh, read. Of course, I'm I'm biased, but <laughs> we 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 tackled a lot of uh, stuff in there. Yeah, yeah Neil Neil's told about- me all about it, and uh, just briefly because at the last minute I had to stand in for John Ashton, who is. Totally upset that he's not in this interview today, but he's just moved and had some issues with his equipment. But uh, so Neil called me this morning and said, Frank, uh, you need to do this interview with me with Tony Jacklin. I said, oh, well, let me think about it. Okay. But I haven't had a chance to read your book. I can't wait to read that book. Yeah, Frank, you got Tony Jacklin. I think uh, John next week, we're going to be interviewing his mother or something. So you, know, yeah. I, I, you won yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Well, yeah. Tony in the book, Tony addresses a ton of very difficult subjects. You know, the cancer was certainly one of them. The fact that you have sleep apnea, um, the the whole going through what you went through, growing through the Ryder Cup. You know, when you first started, the Europeans kind of had a lockdown on the Ryder Cup, and things have changed over the years. So I, I wanted to ask you, how do you see from in the 1960s when the Ryder Cup was what it was then, to what it is now, how do you see the growth of the Ryder Cup? Uh, well, uh, you know, to to try and describe what what it's become would be virtually impossible. I mean, uh, I, I mean, the fact that I lived through it to see to see it all turn into what it's become is is remarkable. And even in the eighties, you know, when I took the helm as captain. You know, we went to West Palm Beach and the local TV station just took snippets of it. You know, I mean, to think that the yeah. gala dinner was on uh, Jack Nicholas's lawn on the intercoastal, uh, that sort of thing. You, you know, we, people had lost interest because it had been a one-way street for, for so long. And... Uh, uh, you know, when we won, of course, in, in 85, that got some attention. It was the first win for 28 years. But uh, when we won on American soil, that really uh, resonated, I think. You know, the powers that be, uh, golf gods in America, anyway, everybody st- stood up and, and took uh, account of what happened. And we retained it again in, in 89 and uh, through the 90s and 2000, I mean, it just became, I mean, to hear players saying that, you know, they would want to be on the Ryder Cup as much as they wanted to be uh, win a major championship, to, to hear stuff like that, I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. And I still have difficulty with it today. But uh, if you can play this game, uh, you know, a Ryder Cup is... Uh, is it you? You know you don't. You experience stuff in in a, in that team environment that you can't uh, you can't do on your own. You can't you know winning opens majors 
uh, it's a different thing altogether to be responsible for your teammates and uh, playing for them as much as yourself. It's uh, it's um, it's it, and uh, it's it's tough to. Uh, the passion and, and you know the time you spend so close to those other players putting everything on the line for the team it's uh, an amazing experience excellent neil michaels frank bassett and tony jacklin is our guest today when we come back tony i've got questions for you about some of the biggest names in the industry Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas, Gary Player, Lee Trevino, and of course, one of the biggest names, Terry Dill. You've got stories. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey, it's Neil. And like you, I've heard about a lot of folks making money with crypto. But frankly, outside of Bitcoin, I know nothing about crypto. Well, I was curious. And on YouTube, I found Crypto with James and started watching. James is cryptocurrency expert James McMahon, and his Copy My Crypto membership site shows you the very cryptocurrencies that he personally holds, so you can actually just copy them. Crypto with James's YouTube channel has over 15,000 subscribers and 1 million views. As an example, James's top pick of the year, a coin called Phantom, is currently up 440 times what it was when he originally made it one of his picks. Imagine if you had just put $1,000 into that one investment. So join the 1,300 members who already take advice from or just copy James by going to copymycrypto.com approach. You'll not only find proof of everything I've said, but listeners of The Approach Shot can join for just $1. You won't find this offer anywhere else on the internet. That's copymycrypto.com approach and join today for just $1. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Men, want to feel younger, stronger, leaner? You don't have to slow down after 40. Frank Thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive of his 20s. Man, you look like you could still hit it a mile. I feel great, too. What gives? After 40, men slow down. It's harder to stay in shape. Why? Our free testosterone levels drop. It happened to me. And then I found Nugenics Total T. New Nugenics Total T is our most powerful man-boosting formula ever because it boosts your free testosterone and your total testosterone. Nugenics Total T helps provide even more energy, performance, testosterone, and muscle-boosting ingredients for even better results. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text GRIT to 321321. Samples are not available in stores. Well, wait. When are you going to do something about it now? I got to try Nugenics Total Tea. Text GRIT to 321321 for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. That's G-R-I-T to 321321. And thanks for hanging with us. I'm Neil Michaels, Frank Bassett in the captain's seat where John Ashton usually is. And speaking of the captain, Tony Jacklin is with us. Tony, I mentioned Terry Dill's name and your face lit up like a Christmas tree. You have a story from 1973 with he and Peter Oosterhaus, with whom you supposedly had this really tenacious rivalry. What is that all about? Well, Ooster and I were great friends, of course. Not, I think the media tried to, you know, set us up against each other, but uh, we were always uh, very, very good pals. And uh, uh, but the Terry, you want me to tell you the Terry Dill story? I, very much so. Well. Uh, I was in Tulsa uh, at um, Southern Hills for the PGA Championship in 1970, and it was uh, Tuesday, uh, and the tournament started Thursday. Late in the afternoon, Jackie Burke, who was a good friend, and uh, he was Ryder Cup captain in 1967. I, I, no, that was Hogan, sorry, but mm -hmm. Jackie was 57. And, uh, of course, he was one of the owners with the Merit at Champions Club. And um, he said, would, would you like to play with Hogan tomorrow? And I said, oh, yes, that would be wonderful. And 10 o'clock, he said, I'll see you here. So I was there and putting on the putting green, uh, getting ready for our tea time. And Terry Dill, uh, who was uh, from Texas, tall, uh, he played a little bit in, in Britain uh, from time to time, and I knew him quite well. Anyway, he came up and said, hey, Tony, 
y'all have a game? And I said, I do, Terry. I do. Thank you. He said, uh, y'all have four? And I said, let me just check. So I go over to Hogan, who's on the other end of the putting green, and I said, Ben, uh, do we have four? He said, who's asking? I said, Terry Dill. <laughs> he said, we're set. <laughs> and then I felt terrible because we teed off within sight of the putting green as a threesome, you know. Um, <laughs> we go out there and we play four or five holes. And Hogan says, uh, he once came up to me before, you know, and I, I look at him, I said, what are you talking about? Oh, he said, that Terry, that Terry Deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, do, you, uh, do you know what he said to me? No. I, you know, now I'm like the stooge in the thing. <laughs> no, what did he say? He said, he came up to me on the putting green and said, uh, Mr. Hogan, how do you prepare mentally for a major championship? Oh, I said, you know, and they said, do you know what I said to him? I said, no, what did you say to him? He said, well, the first thing I do is I never go up to other players and speak to them on the putting green. (laughs) (laughs) You talk about a put down. I mean, and he, you know, he couldn't, and that was just, and of course he laughed after he said it. uh, (laughs) Bert laughed and, uh, and that was it. We, we soldiered on and, uh, but it was a wonderful, uh, wonderful experience. And of course, that little bit of history almost always sparks my. Uh, <laughs> it, it was typical of how Hogan was, you know. Uh, I I became a, a true disciple of his after I, and he was fifty eight years old when when we played. To the best of my, you know, it was nineteen seventy, so you can figure it out, but. Um, he was he was unbelievable. I mean that uh, perfection as 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 close as you could get to anyway. Neil Michaels here with Frank Bassett and Tony Jacklin, whose book My Ryder Cup Journey is out and available from Amazon. And Tony, in the book, one of my absolute favorite quotes, which I wrote down, was you were playing alongside Arnold Palmer and you said it was like performing alongside Jesus Christ. <laughs> First of all, how do you know? Because if you've played with Jesus, you already know not to play any water holes. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Oh, Lord. Well, it, 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 uh, you know, I mean, I think anybody that knows this game uh, knows that, uh, as, as uh, Jones was quoted, it's the six inches between the ears that really get it done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I managed to win my first tournament uh, over here. I got my tour card in 67, and I won the 68 uh, Jacksonville Open. Yeah, GJO. At Deerwood. At, uh, at Deerwood. And um, I, uh, I played alongside Arnold Palmer and Don January the last round. And... You know, going to bed the night before that final day, uh, knowing you had to try and get it done uh, in that kind of company was, uh, it was a hell of a thing. And somehow I got it done. You know, Arnold and I I had become quite fast friends. I played a lot of golf with him. But, you know, you had to figure ways out to just keep getting to the next hole. To the next, he knew. I knew nobody cared about what I was doing. It was all about Arnold, Arnold, Arnold. In those days, I mean, the sixties. You talk about Arnie's army. They all cleared off after he putted. You know, I mean, it was it was all about him. And uh, to actually get that done was a tremendous step for me. In, in my career, uh, in that environment, uh, it certainly was a stepping stone to me, being able to handle the pressure of uh, an Open Championship the next year to Lidham in 69. Uh, had I not won that Jacksonville tournament, you know, 
as, as, a, as a pro, you just you're just pulling on stuff all the time, mm-hmm. tucking it away, and it, it's it's all about confidence at the end of the day. And if you can get through these situations and, and come out to, on top, it, it's all part of a a learning curve because when push comes to shove on that final day, it's all about courage and uh, you know having that self self belief that uh, that you can and will do it um so that was a huge um and yes he, he was jesus christ <laughs> he, he was he just he just was and uh, there was nobody else in the universe of golf that uh, that mattered as much as he did tony i have to ask you this though it's uh you, you won you were 15 under and the, well, I call it the Greater Jacksonville Open. I used to live there in Ponte Vedra for years, and I have a, a great love for Jacksonville, Florida. But you were playing with a couple of other guys that were close to you, runner-ups in that tournament, one a Chichi Rodriguez and another Doug Sanders. So you had the flamboyance and the greater flamboyance of fashion playing along with you. What was it like with those two guys? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, I, there was, I mean, Chi-Chi was always, you know, he was... Uh, Trevino and them were, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, always had a a line for the gallery and uh, and so on. And Doug was uh, the peacock, you know, as we all knew him. I mean, I I I got to know Doug very well. He 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 travelled a bit. We we both played in Ireland together in the Kerry Gold in the early seventies and. Um, you know, we became we became pals. They were flamboyant characters. They were, you know, that in those days, um, you know, they were the ones that attracted the attention, and uh, it was, you know, you you had to try and sell yourself the best way you could. We couldn't get on television, right? Uh, right. Unlike right. today, I mean, it was, and in those days, and this is one of the things that people forget, even. The big events only televised the last three holes. It wasn't until cable came in and we were able to, you know, not have to lay miles and miles of cables everywhere. Uh, you know, when wireless came in, it was a different ball game altogether. That's when you could do the back nine at Augusta and then ultimately 18. But back in those days, 67, uh, uh, I had the first hole in one and televised in 1967 in the Dunlop Masters at Royal St. George's. But unless there was a past three in the last three holes, nobody was ever going to do it or see it anyway, because, uh, you know, I happened to do it at St. George's because the 16th hole was a, a past three. But if there was no past three in the last... And it was the same in America, the Canadian Open, last three holes. And sure. uh, it was another... Sorry to, but it was another wonderful reminder. Uh, I was playing with Palmer and Nicholas in Montreal uh, in the Canadian Open in '67, and uh, the 16th hole there was a 265-yard par four, and Arnold had the tee, and Jack came around my back. I, I could hear a bit better than I can now, but. Uh, he said, watch him when the red light goes on. And uh, <laughs> it was, there was a big old TV camera at the grey thing, the end of the tee, and Arnold tees his ball up and gives it the snort and the hutch of the pants, you know, as he did. And he, he stood over this thing and, you know, he's, he's looking at the thing like he, and like he did, you know, like he was going to yeah. shake a bird out of every hole. And he hit this thing, middle of the, I mean, middle of the green, but give it that at the end, you know, like he, <laughs> uh, 
another snort and another hitch of the pants and the crowd roared, you know. And as I say, the ball was middle of the green and 265 was about a limit for most of us in those days. But, uh, you know, hence, uh, you know, that reputation he built, you know. Television came along and Arnold came along at the right time, same time. Uh, he was like, uh, you know, the John John Wayne character. Uh, you know, he uh, he made it happen, and his his popularity was uh, it was unmatched. Neil Michaels, Frank Bassett, and Tony Jacklin with you today on the Approach Shot. When we come back, we've got a six pack of questions for you, Tony. That we're going to fire off at you. Real quick, so we're going to ask you to just think of the first thing that comes to mind, and we'll get to that when we come right back. The holidays are a great time of year, mostly. Let's face it, a lot of us feel stressed, too. Gift-giving, family, money issues, it's a lot, and can cause stress, anxiety, even affect your sleep. Hey, it's Neil, and if you haven't tried CBD to help with your stress and anxiety, you should. And the best CBD is the De-Stress Blend from NED, spelled N-E-D. NED's De-Stress Blend has been in development for over a year and contains a one-to-one formula of CBD and CBG, which is known as the mother of all cannabinoids because of how effective it is at combating stress and anxiety. Ned's products are science-backed, nature-based solutions that offer an alternative to prescription and over-the-counter drugs, and Ned products have over 2,000 five-star reviews. Just to be clear now, there's no THC in these products, so there's no risk of getting high. Just in time for the holidays, listeners of The Approach Shot get 20% off Ned products by going to helloned.com and using the code APPROACH. That's H-E-L. L-L-O-N-E-D.com and using the code APPROACH for 20% off. Plus, you'll get a free gift when you spend over $150. And we're back. Neil Michaels, Frank Bassett, and our special guest today, Tony Jacklin. Tony, we got a six-pack of questions for you. You ready? Fire away. All right. Question one. Tony Jacklin, you can choose anyone in history to have a cocktail and talk sports with, and it doesn't have to be a golfer. Who would you choose? Um, oh boy, uh, I've never had, I've never been one for heroes, but, uh, uh, oh, well, uh, Churchill. Very nice. I was waiting for something like, uh, Ben Hogan or something like that. Churchill's a great answer. All That's right, a fabulous two. answer. Which of your Ryder Cup teammates was the most fun to play with? Uh, most fun to play with. Well, a, a lot of them were uh, fun. Uh, as, an, as, as a young man, uh, I looked up to Christy O'Connor Sr. And, and he was so natural. He had such a natural... He was an inspiration to me uh, as, as a young man. So uh, I, I had, you know, a lot of mentors out there in Europe. Peter Ellis was a good friend as, as well. And, uh, but Christy would be the one that uh, I enjoyed his company. It wasn't about the jokes. It was about the natural way he approached it. You know, I once asked him about uh, his golf theory. And uh, he's, he grew up in Galway and uh, as a young man. And he said there was a big tree there near the range and he would take four balls and he would cut one round it he would hook one round it he would hit one over it and he would punch one under it <laughs> and he could hit those four golf uh, shots you could play golf and he, it, it sounds a bit simplistic but that was his theory and he, he, he said to me at the time if you ever tell anybody i'll kill you <laughs> uh-oh we won't, we won't, we won't tell anybody <laughs> All right, question three. Tony, Hollywood called, and they're offering to make a movie of one of your amazing victories, and you get to choose which one. Would it be the 69 Open, the 79 U.S. Open, or as a non-playing captain of the 85 or 87 Ryder Cup team? You get to pick one. 70 Open, actually. U.S. Open, sorry. Not 79. Um, Which one would it be? Um, Uh, it would be the 70 U.S. Open. That mm-hmm. was uh, the hardest. I think the U.S. Open was the hardest 
one to win. And I won going away. I increased my lead every day, every day of the tournament, you know, mm-hmm. two, three, four, and then seven. So I walked on water that week. Uh, <laughs> it would be the 70 U.S. Open. Very nice. Question four. You are now and always have been a dashing man with tremendous style. Who in today's game reminds you of you? Um, well, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I, I don't like. Um. Give me a break. <laughs> Must be a Georgia Bulldog. Apparently Benson has a, has his own opinion about it. It's that. okay. We can edit. That's <laughs> perfect. This, this is insane. This guy working outside. Sorry about that. It's okay. It's good. Um, you know, unfortunately, these days, I mean, times change. It was an opportunity uh, when I was playing in the 60s to to look smart and be colorful and uh, tailored trousers. I always had tailored slacks made and so on. But now they all got the Encyclopedia Britannica hanging out of the back pocket with all this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy to look smart. You know, they all wear these bloody baggy trousers, or, or not so baggy, but uh, no creases and so on. It's uh, the world's turned a bit, but... Uh, uh, you know, Sanders was, uh, you couldn't, you couldn't, it, it was tough to top Sanders and, and Payne Stewart, of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Payne Stewart. Was a, yeah. was a wonderful dresser. He cared about how he looked and, uh, and didn't mind showing off a bit, which, which I liked. There you go. Uh, question five. What's the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to you on the course? Oh boy! Um, well, and it was in a Ryder Cup, uh, uh, and I was playing against Raymond Floyd, and I, I think it was either Laurel. I think it was Laurel Valley, uh, and uh, the sole of my shoe. We were wearing the Britain and Ireland team. We were wearing anything anybody would give us, and we were <laughs> wearing true. these plastic. Shoes that were had welded plastic soles, and mine separated, uh, you know, in the heat of battle. And I, Diaries was our captain, so I think it was actually uh, seventy-five. And uh, I said, "Now what?" You know, uh, my shoes flapping about, and they had to go in the pro shop and get me. A new pair of shoes in the middle of the match, and I got pipped by a shot. But I was pretty embarrassed at that point in time. Fortunately, nothing, uh, I can't think of anything worse than that at the time. Uh, you know, it was pretty, uh, pretty embarrassing moment for me anyway, who cared uh, about how he looked. And uh, I suppose... Uh, I can't think of anything else. Maybe there was, but nothing c- comes to mind. But that was pretty. Uh, it was. I got beat. Raymond beat me by a hole. I think he beat me uh, one up. But, and uh, Tony, I I hate to cut you off here, but we're about to be cut off. We're out of time here. So thank yeah. you so much for being with us today. Absolutely. Again, the book is available at. Uh, wherever you get uh, your books or at Amazon, it's Tony Jacklin's My Ryder Cup Journey. Tony, Tony, thank you so much for being our guest today on The Approach. Thanks, Tony. It was great. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-590-0443. That's 800-590-0443. Again, 800-590-0443. If you're like me, you've been hearing a lot about burials and cremation lately. It's kind of a sad thought, but thousands of these poor souls have to be stored in these big refrigerator trucks, waiting sometimes weeks before they can be put to rest. And then and then the average funeral cost is over ten grand. I don't have that kind of money just lying around, do you? 
Everyone has the right to die with dignity, and an affordable burial policy can be had for as little as a dollar a day. Call Final Expense Network for a free quote. They shop for affordable rates from brand name companies, folks you've heard of. One call and you get coverage to finish well. You can even name your church as a beneficiary. Come on, you have loved ones. Don't leave them at the last hour of their need. Call now, 800-589-0470. That's the Final Expense Network at 800-589-0470. Finish well. Make a quick call to 800-589-0470. 800-589-0470. Welcome back, everybody. What an interview with Mr. Tony Jacklin. That was a lot of fun. Frank mm. Bassett joining you, and Neil Michaels is on the line with me. Hey, buddy. That, that man was amazing. Oh, and we got to see him because we were on a Zoom call doing it, and uh, Tony looks great. I mean, he looks great. No kidding. And when he started talking about the fact that he had he went through chemo, and and he still has that head of hair, and he still has it. It looked quaffed and perfect and stuff. Yeah. Now I'm thinking to myself, between you looking like a member of the Who and him looking like that, and here I am, ten years younger than, fifteen years younger than him, wondering when my Bosley is going to appear. <laughs> well, you know, he what he told me when he saw me. He said, "Oh my God, you look like Boris Johnson." Yeah, that's right, and you do. Well, it's all sticking out everywhere under the headset. Didn't recognize yeah. you. Oh, it's yeah. it's a mess. Well, I just I, I took a late shower today. So uh, anyway, so it, it was well, fun. I, I enjoyed talking was, to him. It was fun, but it was sad that because we were on a Zoom call, we I only got to ask five of the six pack. The last question, as you know, because I know you listen to the show, that we ask everybody who comes on the show is, since we are the approach shot in your approach to life, what one rule do you live by? And I would love to have heard his answer. Well, I I can answer that for me, and I bet you I would be willing to bet you, and we'll send him a text that Tony Jacklin would say the same thing. And my answer right, would be, yeah. love is the only gift that is totally acceptable, regifted. Wow, you like that? It's true. I mean, and the crowd goes crazy. That's <sighs> real, really, really deeper than i expected yeah it, that's <laughs> well you know me shallow frank you saw the movie shallow hal right i i did i and i recognized <laughs> that it was it was based on your life <laughs> <laughs> if you only knew those days at old miss uh, yeah no you. that was fun thanks for letting me sit in for john and uh, and be with you guys uh, on the approach I, shot you know that that is the funniest thing is that john absolutely loves to talk to golfers and you know spends a lot of time with you and and the folks there and to know that that we had tony jacklin and to know that he, because of a technical issue that he couldn't do the interview i'm sure he uh, is missing it but couldn't think of a better guy to fill in for him well, so thank you so much for that thank you I, uh... hey you want to hear something great yeah so right before we went on i was talking to tony jimenez who is the gentleman who was the author of the book the co-author of the book and Mr. Jimenez said, would you guys like a couple of autographed copies to give away to your listeners? And, and I said, hell yes. Of course. So, Approach Shot listeners, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give away a number of books. I'm not going to tell you how many because people always say, well, you said you were going to do this many, but we've got a number of books. And the way you're going to be able to win them is to tweet to us i love tony at the approach shot on twitter it's it's the ambersant the approach shot so it's at the approach shot send us a message that says i love tony and from all the people who do that we will pick a random number who will win them and we will actually say your name on the show in a couple of weeks when we have uh, chosen the winners so again go to twitter Go to at the approach shot and tweet, I love Tony. And from everybody who tweets it out, we will pick a couple of people, some random people that will win an autographed copy of Tony Jacklin, My Ryder Cup Journey. Am I eligible? Um, since you don't work for the approach shot, well, technically today you do. Let's, you know what? Make it your wife or somebody so it's not so obvious. No, we're, we're going to give it away. We're going to give these books away to the yeah. listeners of the approach shot. So absolutely, that, that's only fair, and uh, it it should be done that way. So again, so did I pass the test, boss? I mean, is 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 Ashton out? You know, 
I don't think so. I think you're busy enough doing Golf Talk America <laughs> twice a week. And, and, and you know what? John already has the pain of having missed today's. So I'm going to say you're welcome back anytime, but uh, not to replace John, but to enhance the show. Yeah, okay. John, you know, John is like the unknown comic. You know, I mean, did anybody well, ever see you certainly unknown if you listen to the show? That, that's what I meant. OK, <laughs> <laughs> if anybody saw the old gong show, we would know who the unknown comic is. If you don't go on and Google it or search it out or whatever, everybody noodle it, whatever. I don't know. Whatever you do. There you go. I'm, I'm tired of Googling everything all the time because you just have to kind of filter some of that stuff. If Every you know once what I mean, in a while you just need to think for yourself. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was I was playing a crossword puzzle game on my phone the other day, and I found myself with five answers that I didn't have, and I Googled them, and it actually said, crossword puzzle answer, and I just got them that way, and I felt really bad about myself. Yeah, that, that's that's no way to play. That's cheating. You should go to the Funkin' Wagnalls <laughs> encyclopedia <laughs> that's been boxed up since you were 10. And yeah, yeah, no kidding. I, so I miss encyclopedia salesman knocking on my door. So what? What's up? Uh, what's coming up on the approach shot next? After who's going to follow this guy, Mister Jacklin? You know, the only thing that we could do to to follow this would be to follow with some former NFL All Pro players, and I'm not going to say who they are exactly because that's one of the things I love to tease people with on LinkedIn and on Twitter and on. Um, all the social media on Facebook. So I will say that in the next couple of weeks, what we have booked is one multi-time NFL All-Pro, actually two NFL All-Pros, a famous actor and a Major League Baseball player who was an All-Star multiple times. That's what we've got coming up in the next few weeks. What do you got coming up on Golf Talk America? Mm, nothing. <laughs> All right then. Maybe, 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 maybe Jordan Spieth. I don't know. What do you think? You just have to tune in to see. This is why I ask. Yeah, we uh, always. This is the American Express. I can feel bad about myself. No, no. This is the American Express this week. It's uh, out in the the California desert, and we'll be having uh, some of the players' uh, interviews. They're going to come on and give us their thoughts and insight. So, as we say, we're going to get. Get some information from these guys out of the locker room, out of the clubhouse, out of the practice range, and from the media center. So you never know who might pop in on Golf Talk America. Beautiful. Remember, it's Golf Talk America. You can download it anywhere you download podcasts, just like you can with our previous shows and our current show. Go to uh, Apple, to Spotify, to any place like that. Do us a favor and, and download a couple of the previous shows, some of the ones we've had before, we love it when we get notes that say, hey, I listened back to the Joey Greco show or I listened back to the Ken Harvey show or the Jeff Garcia show, and we love what we heard, and we, we absolutely love that. And, of course, you can go to ApproachShot.net and download a show that way, too. And I would tell you, Frank, that this is the part of the show that John says, remember, the people that invented golf and called it a game invented bagpipes and called it music. And then I say something clever like, Life is a gift. Go open it. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.